0: Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Larry Jacobs. Today is the fifth day of April 2023. Welcome to today's edition of Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. I've got old friends here today, uh, a new friend from an old friendly company of mine, okay, good company I just love. i got Amanda Landavazzo, and I hope I pronounced your name right, Amanda, okay. Amanda is the program manager for... Bookshare, which is a Benetech initiative, and if you don't know about those, please go over to Bookshare.org or Benetech.org, and Benetech, B-E-N-E-T-E-C-H, they are linked over here as you're watching this, and uh, that's a shortened way to say beneficial technology, all right, what Benetech does, which is Bookshare, their uh, initiative, all right, For student, your students with print disabilities, okay, like dyslexia and that sort of thing, they can give you accessible materials. Blindness, another example. They can give you accessible materials for your students at no charge. This is a lovely company. It's a great initiative. I work closely with them, okay, and they are real supporters of equity, and access to learning for kids who have reading difficulties, all right? And we're going to talk to Amanda about that. We're going to archive the show at ace-ed.org, and the big news is we have just put up our brand-new issue of our online journal, Equity and Access. The brand-new April-May issue is now up there. It is excellent. It has a big article on the front cover about what's going on with banning books in schools, which we find very distasteful to say the least. All right. So please check it out. It's, a, it's um, a, a survey. Results are compiled into this article. It is just absolutely excellent. You know, we are the um, consortium for equity in education. Ace-ed.org is our home website. And we invite you. Everything we do over there is free. So we invite you to join our consortium. And especially in these days and times, if you're an educator, parent, whatever you might be, All right. Please join with us. Get your voice heard. And we do believe in industry voice. We believe in educator voice. We believe in parent voice to get the word out there with our magazine and our podcast. It's all free at ace-ed.org. The new issue is up there. You'll love it. So please go enjoy it. And with that. Excuse me. Without further ado, let me bring on the one, the only, Amanda Landavaso. And how am I doing on your last name? It's Larry here, Amanda.
1: Good morning, Larry. That's really good, yeah. honestly. Amanda Londavazo. Um really I meet. was going
0: land. That, that's my Philly accent. I was going land. It's lon. I like that better. Okay, Landovazo. That's
1: okay. Very, very close.
0: <laughs> I tried. And it's a beautiful name, by the way. Landovazo. I oh, like thank that. You. Yeah, I, uh, I married
1: into it, so I can't. I can't take too much credit. <laughs> yeah, you
0: did good. You did good. Okay, I don't know how good looking he is, but he's got a great last name, so
1: that's cool. I gotta say, Larry. Pardon
0: me. Go say ahead. No, Yo, you go.
1: I was just gonna say, you know, you did it's such a nice. Um, summary on Benetech and Bookshare I feel like you're you're taking my job I,
0: yeah, I, I know your company for a long time and I know how hard you folks yeah. work over there to get books and reading materials in, into, into the hands of students and adults who need it okay who won't be able yeah. to read otherwise okay and it's just so darn important and I want teachers and, and you want this too You, I want educators to take advantage of your services that's what it's there for it's all free Okay, so I hope people do 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 this. You're going to tell us about this. How long have you been there at book again bookshare.org and benetech.org? How long have you been there, Amanda?
1: Yeah, coming up on five years for me this summer that I've been in wow. Benetech.
0: well. Well, what did you do before yeah. that?
1: Um, I actually worked um, in for-profit education technology. Uh, before that, I worked as a school social worker. Um, and oh, so, good uh, you know. Benetech kind of combined these two things in a world that I found healing, you know, so got to work with students, um, with this educational technology world that I feel like mm-hmm. is such, um, you know, a scalable solution to some some issues that the education world has. And so I um, kind of got to combine those two things working for Benetech. Then a really yeah. fun ride.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a good it, it is a good mix of your educational technology and the, and the need to want to do something really 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 good. Okay, in this in, in in a world that provides it free for students and all that, I can't say that enough. I just hope people just go over there and constantly do. I mean, you have, little literally, literally, I know this for a fact. You guys help us circulate our magazine. Yeah, you know, you have hundreds of thousands of educators. All right. that yeah. – that 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 depend on Bookshare and Benetech. All right, we want that to yeah. grow. And 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 you know I got to we well, can talk about this. I mean to me this is really important. But in this day and age, uh, every whenever we can uh, capture technology to do the right thing, mm-hmm. if if I may, especially mm-hmm. in this crazy age of AI, or right, what's going on with all no, that sort right. of stuff? What it's just nuts. Okay, it's cool, but it's cool. It'll settle down like everything. But it is just a little bit nuts, you know. Do you do a lot of work talking directly with educators? What do you do there as program manager? What do you do?
1: Yeah, I do. So, um, by the way, it's really... not a
0: job interview. I'm just curious, so everybody can get to know you better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. That honestly is probably the best part about my job. So, you know, as the program team, we're really tasked with outreach and advocacy both at a macro level. So I'm doing a lot of state-level outreach, talking to, you know, state directors of special education and things like that, as well as that micro level, um, work specifically in um, very targeted communities. And then even smaller than that, one of the things that I get to do is run what we call um, roundtables, and I get to bring in just groups of teachers and students and talk to them about Bookshare, talk to them about, um, you know, the state of education right now, what issues and, and roadblocks they're currently facing, how we might be able to help, you know, um, so yeah, I get um, quite a bit of face time with Bookshare users, both teachers and students, and um, by far the the best part of my job is getting to talk, to talk with them.
0: It is, it is cool. It's great that you can do that. I, I enjoy it too when I get to talk to educators and people in the industry, okay, about it. What, what are you hearing from folks out there? What, what's the, the, the anecdotal generic stuff you're hearing? And I know it's different, like rural, mm-hmm. urban, you know, all that sort of stuff is different. Everybody says, there. what are you hearing? Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm sure it's... That, um, that you've been hearing, teachers are exhausted. They do not yep. have time. <laughs> there is yeah, a crazy yeah. high level of turnover right now, um, yep. which is something that we're finding to be a really interesting um, kind of hurdle for Bookshare usage specifically. Um, because we are such kind of a niche product, if you haven't heard of us before, you know, and the Bookshare champion at your school leading who kind of takes up that flag to continue getting books to students? And so, this turnover, um this turnover issue, is something that you know is we're seeing affecting us. And I know that it's affecting the way that that teachers are able to operate within their schools as well.
0: You know, that's a very interesting point that we we do have turnover. All right, a lot of people are leaving, and uh, unfortunately, we'd love to see that stop. Okay, but. That's, that's that's for another that's for a different show okay but uh <laughs> yeah. you know it it's just it, it's amazing we have to con you make the point that we constantly have to remind teachers and and principals and superintendents what's out there for their needs because mm-hmm. of the people are that change that's very very important i really i really appreciate you saying that and you know every teacher has to spread the word to every other teacher et cetera you know how are they let me ask you this you know, how are they using bookshare what, what 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 are you finding you know because you everybody's always trying to finesse a product make it better make it easier make it more well used etc what how, how do you guys finesse what are you learning from from all these conversations and what do you hope to learn
1: yeah i think um well kind of going back a little bit to this question of what are we hearing from teachers one thing that yeah. we have seen a positive increase in Is teachers willing to adopt technology and digital solutions to problems that they have in the classroom? You know, I think so many teachers were kind of forced to start doing that over the pandemic when they switched (laughs) to virtual school, that now that we're back in the classroom, um, you know, maybe five, 10 years ago, some of these teachers would have thought, no, we're sticking with paper and pencil. And now they're a little more open to so looking at a That's digital solution. And so, you know, there, there is more um, willingness, I think, to even consider an option like Bookshare for students. Um, and we've really found success when um, teachers are, are really kind of meeting students where they are in the classroom. You know, one thing that we um, really believe here is that, um, access to education is a human rights, and, you know, we want students to be able to access the educational materials that they need at the same time that their peers do. That's and right. um, one of the things that, that teachers are doing even beyond that, you know, Bookshare obviously has um, those materials for your students in the classroom, textbooks, uh, you know, the novels they need, A Tale of Two Cities, what you know, whatever that might be. Um, but teachers now are even taking it a step further than that and saying, hey, what do you want to read? You know, it's, it's really hard to learn to love to read if yeah, all you're accessing it are.
0: Well, it, it, I'll tell you, it's very hard to, these days with all the other things bearing down on kids. Okay, it's hard to learn. It's harder now to learn to read than it was when, if I may, when I was a kid. Okay, and that was bad enough. My parents were yelling about the onslaught of television. Okay, that was the bad thing. Okay, <laughs> hello. That gives you a little hint about how old I am. Okay, before that, I'm sure it was radio. Okay, what are you listening to that crap for? And you could be reading the book. Okay, and today it's, it's, it's even worse. It's, it's everything times mm-hmm. 10. Okay. Yeah. And to build a love of reading is really important. And that which brings me—I I, got to ask you this, Amanda. I, I I know how great Bookshare is to help kids with chal- with um, uh, I'll say learning challenges. All right, but there's mm-hmm. another side to the equity question. A lot of schools are under resourced. Uh, I'm thinking of urban schools, you know, and the, uh, rural schools, very rural schools as well. They just don't have. The capabilities that a big, expensive suburban school might. All right, and I'm mm-hmm. curious. What are the rules for using Bookshare? Do you have to have a physical or or, or an intellectual uh, disability in order to use them, or can it can, it, can a class of urban kids that an under-resourced school or rural uh, use it as well? How does it work?
1: Yeah, so to qualify for the full Bookshare library, you do have to have yeah. what we call a print disability. Um, we operate under a specific set of copyright laws. We don't actually operate under, say, special education law or IDEA or something like that. So we essentially have these um, agreements with publishers, almost a 1,000 publishers at this point, that we've said, hey, if you give us your digital materials, we will only give that access to students who qualify with a print disability. Mm -hmm. And so you mentioned this earlier, print disability um, generally falls under three categories. We're talking visual impairments, um, a learning disability that affects a student's ability to read, so like dyslexia being the most common, um, as well as physical disabilities. So if you, say have cerebral palsy and can't hold a book or turn pages, then you would qualify for Bookshare as well. Um, That being said, we do have a collection of freely available books, books that are like no longer under copyright, you know, books that Mm -hmm. you would access, say, in like the Gutenberg Library or something like that. Um, And anyone can access those books um, on Bookshare. So the the vast majority of the collection, you do have to qualify for um, under that print disability, but we do have some freely available books for everyone.
0: That, that it, it's so it's so important to know. And I'm I'm thinking, is it like Charles Dickens? Is that like is that the kind of thing we're talking about that's there for everyone?
1: Right. So books that are you know the classics, things that are no longer under copyright, um, wow, would be would be available for everyone. It's a
0: it. it... <laughs> It's just amazing, I mean it's there. it's
1: for everybody, yes. okay it's just, yeah, it's just I mean, great. i was I was that kid who took a book everywhere, you know I was you know one of the the little girls you see running around that just like always had a book. I was always reading, and it really is um, a passion of mine to make sure that anyone who could be that kid who loved reading so much has access to those books, because there are a huge portion of our population of students who, you know, can comprehend at their grade level. They want to access the same books that their their peers are accessing, but they simply can't read that printed book. And so if they can get access to that book through Bookshare for free, whether it's for audio version or for highlighted text-to-speech. Um, or if they need the Braille version of the book. Like, we just mm-hmm. want students to be able to access books in the way that they need so that they can read the same things that their peers are reading.
0: Yeah, it's just – it's so darn important. It, it really, really <laughs> is. And, and, you know, I'm on your website. It says educators get textbooks and educational materials. Students need easy-to-read formats. Students and parents, adults, adult access books – and global, mm-hmm. which brings up language. Okay, Is, does language has language for that? People in over 70 countries access Bookshare to pursue employment and education. Well, have they, are, Do they all have a physical problem or, or learning problem? How's that work?
1: Yeah. So, so no matter so um, what country you're accessing Bookshare from, you do you still do need to qualify under that print disability. To access the full bookshare library that's available in your country so um, you know if you are a bookshare user in canada or india um, you still do need to qualify um, and you know we we actually have a, a fairly robust international team who is um spreading bookshare out out into the world as well um, you know i know this is focused on us k-12 um, but when you, when you talk about international education, specifically for students with disabilities, um, yeah. those students rarely have, you know, the access they need. They may not even be in school anymore. And so getting them this access is, is also important to us outside well, of school. Well, and, it, and, and,
0: and I, I love what you do, as I keep saying, okay, just so darn important. <laughs> I have to ask this. It's is there a difference in the way you work with, like, and I just an urban district or a rural district, okay? Do they look at different types of programs or support, or is it just generic across the board of K-12? What mm-hmm. are the differences in the types well, of programs?
1: You know, as I'm sure your, you and your listeners are very aware, there are definitely differences between urban and rural districts, you know, very rural districts may be getting less government funding because of you know the size of their student body Um, that could lead to fewer um, tech options that they have available for their schools Um, they may have less reliable internet service um, access Mm. to fewer qualified staff all of these things Um, but i think in the context of this conversation especially when we're talking about bookshare i think there's some major similarities between the needs of very urban and very rural districts, in that they are often underfunded, under resourced, yeah. under staffed, and so getting them access to tools that are free, <laughs> like yeah. this here, free, free, free. Here,
0: free, 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 in in that, free, free, yeah, free, 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 fair.org, free, free, free. You may continue. No,
1: yeah, that's right. Um, both in Access to the books are, is free, but also the tools to read those books. So Bookshare has oh, created speak, speak a about suite that. of free tools so that really meeting the students where they are, they can read how they want. Um, we haven't really touched on this, but, you know, Bookshare is available on your, on your phone, both iPhone and Android, on a tablet, mm-hmm. on your computer. Maybe yeah. students are, you know, getting a Chromebook at school or something. Braille devices, audio-only devices, and so you're able to, say, access your books at school. Maybe you have a Chromebook at school, and you can go home, and maybe all you have at home is mom's iPhone. You can open your book right up on that iPhone with a free tool. Again, it opens your book up right where you left off at school. You can keep reading. Um, We touched on this internet access issue. You can actually download Bookshare books for offline access as well. So maybe you don't have internet at home. You can still right. access your book um, that you may need. Um,
0: it, 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 it's and, so great. And I got I to gotta ask you, I got to stop you for one second. You said something. Sure. And I, I, the technology on this is amazing. Uh, everybody knows what a book in Braille is, but you said Braille devices, Okay, what is a Braille device?
1: So there are lots of different devices, and I will not pretend to be an expert on this. um, But You're more of an expert than um, me.
0: You're more of an expert than me. Believe
1: me. It's it's fascinating. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Lots of students use what's called a refreshable Braille display. And so it literally will, um, like, refresh the Braille that a student can read with their fingers, you know, sentence Uh, by sentence. Or paragraph by paragraph, so you can download a Braille file out of Bookshare, upload it into your Braille device, and a student can then read that refreshable Braille using that device that they have.
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, that's that. that you yes. know, it's all and and you can, and and you're making this available to everybody. All these types of things that kids need it, as, kids, as adults need it, whoever.
1: That's it's right. Amazing. Yep. However, whatever format a student needs is available. Um, you know, and we also know that students that students don't want, no one really wants to feel different or be different. And so there are also programs that a lot of teachers use so that students who are using Bookshare are accessing those books in the same way that their peers are. So, um, you know, you can download a Bookshare book and upload it into Google Classroom. And a student can, you know, open it in Google Classroom. Uh, lots of schools, your your listeners may be familiar with Read and Write or Snap and Read, these programs that all students are using, not just Bookshare students, um, you can open Bookshare books and, and read them with those programs. So your student is accessing books in actually the same way that their peers are, um, which can be really empowering as well, that, you know, a student doesn't have to feel different. They don't have to leave the room during, you know, yeah. silent reading time or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we heard a story recently about um, a girl shared a story an elementary school student. And she was so excited because she used to get pulled um, every time uh, her class did book club because she couldn't participate in book why? club. And she got bookshare, she could get her book for book club Wow, and she was Able to stay and participate. It it all. And, you know, it it becomes a lot more than just reading. This is I've I've heard you talk about, you know, social emotional learning time. You know, yeah. these are things that are really important for a student. They important. need to be involved in these things. And so, you know, getting a student access to something wow. like that, um, you know, it's it's kind of what Keep it
0: going over here. <laughs> Those stories. It's just, it's just fabulous. I mean, you, and you, and you hear a story like that. It's just, it's so good to hear. It's so important. You know, it's just amazing. And the other thing, I'm on, I'm, I'm on your uh, bookshare.org website. And I just want to tell people that the books that are on there and they're working with thousands of publishers here. Okay. And the books that you're highlighting. Okay. they are books that are back read, read aloud books, uh, a best-selling mm-hmm. fiction, uh, narr- this is an interesting phrase, human, narrate, na- human narrated audiobooks for kids and human yeah. narrated audiobooks for kids. I don't know, why are you putting the word human in there? What, what am I missing?
1: So, yeah, so that's actually really interesting and is a new initiative um, on our side. So the vast majority of books in the Bookshare collection, and the reason that we can have so many books, over a million, is that generally our books are read, um, if you open them up in the reader and you want to do the, the dial highlighting, where the words highlight as they are read out loud, that is automated That's text. To it's, you know, it's they're automated voices that are built into the program within your computer or, or phone. Um, However, recently, within the past year, we have actually started ingesting human-narrated audio. So, like, the books you would open on Audible, they are just the a human narrator reading the book, um, and so we have that audio for, um, you know, it's still a fairly small collection compared to the, the larger library, but we have started slowly ingesting that human-narrated audio. So, if you want to listen to a human read Harry Potter, we have that, yep. and- you could do that as well so um again a smaller collection but that is something that we're we're starting to add and it's really ex- exciting it, it,
0: it is exciting because the human voice adds inflection and all that sort of thing okay right, of to course. It, which which, yeah. which of course a, a robot can't all right and yeah. i guess my point is i'm looking at the ones that you've highlighted here and a lot of these are very inclusive you always talk about kids that we, they want to see who they are and the things they're reading. And the books you're yeah, highlighting show a lot of, there's one here by Stacey Abrams, show yeah. a lot of African-American kids, kids of, okay. And I, I just think it's important that all these things are there for everybody. Right. Absolutely. For absolutely I mean, everybody. It, it just, we're right? always,
1: you know, trying to increase the size of the library. Obviously, we want the books that people want to read. Um, but we have um, a real focus and a renewed focus in your point exactly that our content we don't just have a lot of it, but we have content that actually reflects our students yeah, and important. our readers um, both so in important. as we are talking urban and rural environments. Yeah. you know we want more diversity in the content of our books, not just the race and the background of the characters, but um, languages, you know, we're always trying to add more non-English titles. Um, oh, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, that's
1: good. And Great. Um, one, one um, program that we have now, um, we have a group of what we call outreach coordinators who are working in five specific communities um, around the country. Um, we have them in, let me see if I can get them all: Memphis, Atlanta, Detroit, Las Vegas, and Albuquerque. And so they are working, they, one, are from those communities. They work either within or adjacent to the school system in those communities. They live there. They're from there. Um, And, you know, this is allowing us to work within the community, community organizations, but it's also allowing us to better meet the specific needs of those communities when we talk about our content. Um, So, for example, um, we're really pushing right now in Albuquerque to add more books in um, the Navajo language because oh, our wow. outreach coordinator there wow. is working with tribal schools in the area. Wow, great. And That's very important. So, That's very important. You know, we want to make sure that they're able, one, to access books that um, are in their native language or a language that maybe they are trying to learn. That so we're just adding more books with, with Characters that look like them, and that's true yeah. both of. And both both in like them and, yeah. It sounds like them. Yeah. Well And and so. You know, I got to um, ask Amanda. I got to yeah. ask you on
0: this. You know, we always talk about. tea I always when we talk about educators, we think teachers. All right, with, with mm-hmm. the work you're doing at Bookshare, but I just wanted to ask and just talk about this. At the school libraries, are they do? We, are they accessing everything? What, what's the, how do you work with school libraries? It's easier way to ask it.
1: Yeah, we have, um, I wouldn't say that we always kind of go through the library, but we have a lot of librarians who are really excited about working with Bookshare. Um, I think that, you know, they view it as a way to make sure that students can get the books that they want. You know, when I talk to school librarians, these are people who are just kind of, spiked on reading you know they want students to read books they want them to read more they want them to read books that they enjoy and so Mm if we can be a if we can be a tool to help get those books to a student I think they're really on board um we we heard a story recently about um a student who was in eighth grade and one of their uh during one of his classes You know, they would go to the library, and everybody would, like, grab a new book, and that was a part of their lesson, and he was having to choose books that were, like, at a second or third grade reading level, because that was the level of print book that he could read. You know, he could comprehend grade-level material, but couldn't print read that book, and can you imagine a 13-, 14-year-old boy having to walk out of a library with a second-grade book, like... I just can't imagine how that had to have made him feel. And so his school, his librarian got him set up with Bookshare. And so when his peers went and picked out a book, he would choose a book that he wanted to read, take it to the librarian, and she would assign him that book in Bookshare. Still go, have the experience, pick out his book, and then it got assigned to him in Bookshare, and he could access it there instead.
0: You know, it's the anecdotal stories like that that I just love. I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. it just those little anecdotes, the anecdotal stories sum it all up. Okay, this makes a difference to individuals. And I'm going to say it again, everybody. It's free. It's free. free. Please take advantage. (laughs) Amanda, thank you. This was great. I really enjoyed meeting you. Thank you for doing such a good job of explaining all this. I love it. Okay, it was great. Say hi to everybody over there, will you?
1: I will, and I'll just say um, last thing here is that I'm sure. really here to help. Um, honestly, I, you've done a great job of sending people to bookshare.org, but if anyone out there is using Bookshare, if they want to, if they feel stuck, feel free to reach out to me directly. I'm just Amanda L no. at bookshare.org, and we're happy to um, help you individually, set up training for your school, whatever it might be. Um, we're really here as a resource to all of you. So um Larry, thank you so much for having me on today. Thank the show. you. Was, I love having these conversations. So um I this is a really great way too. to start my day.
0: And I'm gonna put if it's okay with you, since you just said I usually don't do this, but I will if you give me permission, I'll put your email up on site here. Okay? Would that be Absolutely. good? Amanda L. Amanda L at Benitech dot org. Is
1: that right? That's right. That's right. At Benchorgs or at bookshare.org. They both come to my inbox. <laughs>
0: Okay, but it's Amanda L, correct?
1: Amanda L, that's right.
0: At, at Bookshare or BenTech.org. I'll put that up here. Okay? That way they'll hopefully Perfect. get in touch. Thank you. you so is much, wonderful. You're,
1: All right. Have
0: a you. good
1: day. Thank
0: you, Amanda. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Well, there's such good people over there. Please check it all out. It's just so darn important. Bookshare.org, BenTech.org. And we're at h-ed.org. We're the new issue of our journal equity and access is up and we're pretty proud of it so check it all out everything's free for what we do over there and here on the podcast i'm larry jacobs this is pre-k12 education talk radio thank you so much for listening and have a good day